Welcome, everybody, to the DC Tweet Team Reaction Podcast. I am your host, Andy Burrows. Joining me for this reaction pod is my good buddy and DC Tweet Team founding member, Maurice Hawkins. Maurice, how are you, sir? A victory pod at last. Yes, yes, yes. We have a victory pod at last and and no time than the present. <laughs> yeah, glad to have <laughs> Yeah, so we are sitting here with a uh, twenty to nine win over over the Bengals. Um, what a game of two halves, really, as we say over here in the UK, Maurice. If you look at our first half stats, they were nothing to write home about. We were, you know, we went in nine seven down. We only had twenty three plays in the uh, in the first half. What are your what were your what were you like me? What were you thinking at half time? Well, you know, it's just. You know, you kind of thought that the offense was a little uh, stagnant and, uh, you know, you want to see more aggression from the team. And then when we got down, you're like, here we go again, um, you know, as a team, you know, not, you know, taking command and control in the first half. Uh, you know, so you kind of go into the second half a bit apprehensive about the team's chances. But, uh, you know, they definitely, you know, pulled it together in the second half, you know, taking the lead and uh, eventually winning the game. So it was definitely a tale of two halves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the first quarter, Alex Smith was only like eight from twelve for 80, 80 yards, and he threw an interception. Um, you know, the total yards for the team was only one hundred and twenty-five yards, and the Bengals had two hundred and forty-seven. But wow, what a um, what a second half performance from the team. Yes, Burrow went down injured. That played a that played a factor, but we still had to do our our job. And if you look at players like Ryan Kerrigan. Montez Sweat. I think the Chase Young talk can stop now as well. That young man, like I've been saying, he he pulled out as well. And, you know, our team done what they had to do. It's not our fault that their quarterback gets um injured. We had to we had to do what we had to do. Ryan Finley come in, three for ten for thirty yards. Absolutely nothing going for that uh young man, unfortunately. But we did our job, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, we did our job. You know, you play the games to win the games. You know, definitely the injury to Joe Barrow is a, is an unfortunate situation and definitely a major setback for the Bengals. Uh, definitely thoughts and prayers to him and his family as he's going to go through his recovery for his injury. But, you know, nonetheless, uh, it's about winning the games. I mean, you know, the Washington football team is definitely familiar when a quarterback gets hurt. Uh, just looking at Alex Smith, you know, he probably understands that better than anybody. But, you know, once again, it is about winning the games. And, uh, you know, though we, you know, we feel bad for Joe Barrow getting hurt, uh, it's about winning those football games. And that's what the Washington football team did. And uh, now it's onward to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, that game takes on great significance now, Maurice. We're half a game out from uh, winning the, uh, leading the NFC East. Maurice, I don't want to say it again, but we we could still we're still in with a shout, aren't we? Now I know we said we wouldn't talk playoffs, but here we are again. Um, how big now is Thursday's game? Well, I just think that it's it's a it's a huge game for the Washington Football Team. Um, you know, now that you have an opportunity to take control of, of first place in the division. I mean, yes, you know, the NFC East or NFC Least, however you want to frame it. Um, <laughs> you know, nobody in the division is playing. You know you know, championship caliber football, but, you know, one team is going to win this division and they're going to make a playoff appearance, host a playoff game, matter of fact. So uh, why not us? So um, again, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. 
and everything. I think what happens is that we get ourselves in these situations and, you know, we get, you know, above, overboard with our emotions. You know, I think we need to just take it one game at a time, see what happens. Um, you know, if we can beat Dallas on Thursday in a short week, I mean, that would be a, a big deal. And, uh, you know, definitely, you know, a, a, a great momentum swing for the team. But I think right now, uh, just take it one game at a time. Don't get too ahead of yourself. And uh, kind of like savor this victory over the Bengals right now because you know you, again we're kind of riding the ship. The uh, the commentary team made me laugh on the game today. They said the uh, Washington football team could win the NFC East and still pick in the top six in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I've, that I've made never, me chuckle. I've never seen anything like this in an NFL division where everybody is under five hundred uh, this late in the year. I mean, Philly's three six and one. We're three and seven. Uh, the Giants are three and seven. Dallas is two and uh, two and seven, uh, playing the Vikings today. Uh, they potentially could be two and eight or three and seven. So you have a three-way tie for second um, in the division. Um, I just think that uh, you know, like I said, one team's going to win this division. Why not us? Uh, you, you play the um, cards that are dealt to, and I think for the Washington Football Team, they have an opportunity to you know get a stranglehold on the division this Thursday. Yeah, and you've got to give uh, full kudos to people like Morgan Moses today, stepping in at left tackle. I thought he did a, a very good job. But Ronald Darby as well, for me, uh, probably his best game I've seen him have in a, in a Washington uniform. I don't know what you think, Maurice. No, I think that, you know, having some versatility on the offensive line is really important. I mean, Morgan Moses being able to move from right tackle to left tackle. I mean, not only does that show versatility of play for Morgan, it also kind of stresses his value to the offensive line. And also it's a credit to the coaching, you know, making sure that Morgan is able to be proficient, you know, both sides of the line. So uh, I think that's a good thing for the Washington football team. Uh, You know, it's a team that's kind of, you know, people don't think we have a lot of leaders on the team. Those are the kind of things where you kind of step up and you become a leader of uh, your, your franchise. And Morgan is, is definitely a leader, along with, you know, players like Alex Smith and Ryan Kerrigan. Uh, those are true veterans that are, you know, setting a standard for the, the young guys on this team, uh, like Darby, you know, who are moving in that role as well. Yeah, Ryan Kerrigan with another sack today. He puts him, is that five away now from the all-time leading sack record for the Washington Redskins, yeah. uh, Washington football team? That's my first slip up for about three weeks, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> Got to purge that out of you with the Washington football team. Man. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's only because today my, uh, my, I was watching the game with my eight-year-old and she was like, Daddy, why are they not called the Redskins anymore? And so, yeah. I was like, I couldn't really get into explaining <laughs> it to an eight-year-old. So, yeah, no, I'm blaming her for that one. But, yeah, right. Carrigan, again, with limited limited time on the field, he, he comes out today and gets another sack. He, you know, it's father time. He's, he's, he's just keep doing it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I also think, too, like by monitoring uh, Carrigan's reps as we get later into the season – you know, he's going to be a fresher player. You know, he can make some impact plays um, for the t- football team as we move forward in the season, especially with this short week, you know, going up against the Cowboys. Uh, hopefully he can get a couple more reps and maybe he can be a little bit more of a difference maker for us on defense um, in, on Thursday. Yeah, Maurice, just finishing up this reaction pod. Obviously, these are, these are never long, long podcasts. We're here just giving our reactions to the game. Obviously, with Alex Smith now again today, um, 17 for 25, one TD, 166 yards. Um, obviously, I haven't really had a chance to speak to you since last week. Um, what's your quick reaction to the fact that, from what I'm hearing from Ron Rivera and what they're saying around the teams, Alex Smith could be our starting quarterback 
come next season? Do you think he's he's proven that each each week now that he could be very well be our starter next season? Well, you know, I think that whatever they do, I mean, I think that if Alex can perform at a level where they feel confident in him leading the team um, next season, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I definitely think it's even better if, if he's the starter and they don't move Dwayne Haskins. I think that if they're leaning on having Alex Smith as the starter, I think that bodes well for Haskins remaining with the team where he can continue to develop because I don't think that you want to give up on a first-round draft pick so quickly uh, like a lot of, you know, pundits in the NFL are are stating. But I definitely feel, you know, comfortable with Alex, you know, being a starting quarterback. I mean, you know, he's getting – I mean, he's getting healthy. You know, I mean, he's still, you know, a little bit rusty from coming back from the injury and everything like that. But I think a full off season where, you know, he can, you know, you know, sharpen his craft, you know, we can put some pieces around him, um, you know, an offensive line and maybe some more threats in the receiving core. And then, you know, you know, we could be more competitive in 2021. But, you know, I definitely definitely think that's a realistic proposition for Alex Smith and the Washington football team. Yeah, just uh, finally, Maurice, how do you think coming off this good win today, obviously a 20-9 to win, how do you think we cope with the short week and going into the Cowboys game on Thursday? Uh, well, I think we'll be prepared. I mean, you know, you know, Coach Rivera has an experienced staff, and uh, I think, I mean, they, they've had this date circled on the calendar for a while, so I think they'll be ready for this game um, on Thursday. And I think now that the stakes are a little bit higher where they can take control of the division, um, I think it's – they're going to have added incentive going into this game, um, you know, to make, you know, make a name for themselves. Because like I said before, there's only going to be one team in this division that gets to the playoffs. So probably not the, uh, the Washington football team. And, you know, you know, you want to get as many of these wins as possible because, you know, they got some, uh, they got some serious games coming after that. I mean, they got to make a road trip to San Francisco. They got to play the Steelers Mm -hmm. on the road. And then they're going to have Seattle coming to Washington. So, those are some serious uh, opponents that they're going to have to deal with. At least two of the three are formidable uh, opponents in uh, Seattle and uh, and Pittsburgh, and then San, Pittsburgh. And San Francisco San will, be Francisco. A, will, will be a tough out playing them on the road in San Francisco. So, or, or Santa Maria, Santa Clara, rather. Yeah, Maurice. All I will say is it's 2020. So I've, you know what, I've given up trying to guess how this season's going to go. Mm-hmm. 2020 is the most craziest year ever. So who's to say we won't make the playoffs? Who's to who's to say we won't win the Super Bowl, Maurice? Who's to say it's 2020? <laughs> anything crazy can happen, my friend. That's really um, that's really crazy. I I think that uh I think that you know it's I think still we're kind of the odd man out of winning the division per se. I think the Giants. So far, I've played the most consistent football over the past couple of weeks. I mean, they're on a bye this week, um, you know, especially with those two losses to, um, to them. But, uh, you know, and plus we have some tough games coming up. But, you know, right now it's, it's, it's an opportunity for us to, you know, take control of the division. And I think even if we don't win the division, I think that if we could sweep the Cowboys this year, I mean, I think that's a feather in the cap for Coach Rivera uh, also, I think another thing for the Washington football team to take advantage of that if we can beat Dallas on Thursday, then we win four games, which is an improvement. So my weekly claims saying that this team is, is worse than the team from last year would be null and void at that point because we would have won four games. So I think right now 
you know, the team is starting to, to get some chemistry. You know, we rushed for well over 100 yards this year. We have balance on offense. Uh, Terry McLaurin is, you know, definitely emerging as a premier receiving threat in the NFL. Uh, Cam Sims is emerging as a strong number two for the team. So there's some positives going on with this team. And then, of course, you know, we're seeing the development on the defensive side of the ball. You talked about how disruptive of a force Chase Young was in this game. So there's a lot of things for the Washington football team to feel good about going into this game with the Cowboys. But take it one game at a time and don't get ahead of ourselves. Was that a little uh, re- retraction there, Maurice, of your uh, previous uh, statements from previous podcasts that we're not as good as last season? No, no, season? no. It's, we're still not as good as last <laughs> season, but I'm willing to retract that statement if we beat Dallas on Thursday. So, <laughs> uh, Fair play to you, my friend. Fair play. Well, Maurice, if I don't get to speak to you before Thursday, I hope I do. I just want to wish you a, a happy Thanksgiving, my friend. I hope you stay safe, stay healthy with you and your family, and you make the most of uh, I know it's going to be a different, um, different Thanksgiving for you guys this year. Um, I've been fortunate enough to spend Thanksgiving over in the States. I know what a good day it is and how family uh, family based it is. So I wish you the best Thanksgiving that you can have, Maurice, and I will definitely talk to you soon, my friend. All right, thank you, my friend. And I uh, look forward to chatting with you about the, uh, the, uh, the Cowboys game uh, later on this week. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This has been the Reaction Pod. This has been the DC Tweet Team Podcast. We are back tomorrow with former Washington employee, Mr. Ryan Fowler. I will see you tomorrow, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Yeah.